Hello and welcome to a brand new podcast series where we ponder God's personhood. Knowing God by his personal name is one of the greatest privileges for followers of Christ. The word God is found throughout the Bible and the Lord reveals himself more personally through the names with which he introduces himself in scripture. Let's look into a few of them through the series by Pastor Jeremy. Yeah, it's good to be back with a brand new series and this time I am very specific about what I'm trying to share with you all. This is about taking 40 days out as a journey, a season, a time. And in this particular context coming up to Easter, resurrection as we prepare for resurrection Sunday and uh, we go into the season really searching for a deep renewed understanding of the personhood of God. pondering god's personhood thinking of him as a person relating to him as a person understanding how he sees himself how he wants to be seen wants to be understood wants to communicate and wants to hear from us god is such a loving and gracious god he's gone ahead and he's communicated to us that he desires to be known and that he has laid out a way for us to be back to him and to know him So all that to say we want to look at God's personhood over the next few weeks and I want you to journey with me in really seeking the person we seek your face lord and the person behind that face not the money not the power not the glory not the provision not answered prayer but the person as scripture says and God himself says i am your exceedingly great reward so what greater reward would it be to search him find him and to know him in a deeper way this coming season as we approach easter we want to get to that weekend with such a deep reverence not only for the cross but for the god who sent christ for the god who really understood where we were at and how we couldn't do a thing about it you know what i'm saying and just went ahead and and bought our salvation you know he initiated our reconciliation to him so that's what this is all about and it's somber it's reverent it's quiet and i really hope that in listening to this podcast you are in a quiet place you've got your bible your notebook your everything needed to go into worship and to go into your 24 minutes with god and um, as you begin to think very deeply about easter good friday the resurrection how you're going to prepare yourself for it physically mentally spiritually how you're going to fast how you're going to avoid certain things how you're going to be a little bit more intentional about knowing your father I want to embark on a journey of God's names as we ponder God's personhood. Usually people have one name and anything more than one name can get confusing. But you know what when we love people, loved ones in our life, we give them names. We give them all sorts of names. And in our family, our children, loved ones, why do we do that? We do that because they mean something to us specifically. Isn't that true? they mean something to us in the context of that relationship or you're trying to tell them what they mean or in the name there is some sort of you know inside explanation to what they mean to you or what that relationship is like 
So when God gives us so many names for himself, it is not the same God being called by many names, ratifying religion and different faiths. That's not what this is. This is one God, and his name is Adonai. He's the God of heaven. He's the God who made the heavens. But this God relates to us in different ways. And in relating to us, he has given himself names so that we could come to him in that name, or that name would remind us of what he does. You know, like you have Superman or Batman, or you have, and you know what to call on that guy. You know, if it's, if it's the carpenter, you know what he's going to do. Uh, so when you call on God's name, you're appealing to that aspect of his character. And that's how God sets himself up, sets his names up. His names revolve around one particular character. Let's begin with Yahweh. Yahweh is one of the most beautiful names that God gave to himself. He said to Moses when he was invoking Moses to go and to speak to Pharaoh, and Moses was petrified. Moses had a speech impediment. Moses was struggling with leadership of the people of Israel. He was not at his very best. Perhaps on the worst day, he got called by God and said, come on, you go to Pharaoh and tell him he has to let my people go. This is when the Israelites were in bondage in Egypt. Moses says to God, he says, I will go, I'll tell him that, but who should I say has sent me? Who should I say has sent me? So we got Moses going on behalf of the children of Israel to speak to Pharaoh, but you have the children of Israel uninvolved at this point. They're in labor, they're, they're just absolutely downtrodden, they're suffering, they're crying out. God has heard their prayers. Later on, we hear this God saying, I heard their screams, I heard their cries, and I, I have delivered them. And then Moses is wondering, on what basis do I go? On whose behalf do I go? In what, whose authority do I go? And God says to him, he says, go and tell him, I am has sent you. I am has sent you. And he's like, who I am? And then God says, I am who I am. And in that incredible linguistic cluster of, of syllables, it's just the divinity of divinities, God of gods, everlasting, ever-present God, the eternal God, the I am, the one who has, is, and will be forever. I am the one who always is, has sent you. The one who brings into being, that's what Yahweh means. The one who is and the one who brings into being. So if you take a note of Exodus chapter 3 verse 14 and go there and check it out, it's, you'll get a deeper understanding of how God presents this name. So the beautiful aspect of the name Yahweh has to do with God's owning or God's covenant with his people. Why does God speak up for his people? Why does God send Moses and say, send, go, tell Pharaoh to let my people go? Because they are my people. I am their God. I will deliver them. I will get them out of your hand. Tell him Yahweh has sent you. Tell him I am. So when we talk about getting to know God on a personal level, the number one name after Adonai, the God of heaven, the general God who made all things, the number one name is the name that makes him personal. Not his power, not his glory, his kingship, his authority. The number one name he gives to you post-Adonai is not just the God of heaven, but the God who's here with you. The God 
who brings into being, the God who does, the God who is yours. It is a covenant name. Just remember that, okay? It's the covenant name of God. So when God relates to believers, when he relates to you and me, you can find comfort in the unchanging nature of God. He's the eternal, self-existent one who is always present and always faithful. Trusting in Yahweh means relying on his constant presence and power in every aspect of your life. When you call on God in heaven, he's not just a God who made the whole world. He made you for a purpose and he calls on you to call on him. He calls on you to call on him. And he says, call me Yahweh because we have a covenant here. I am your God. I'm not everybody's God. I may be Adonai to everybody, but I'm Yahweh to you. You call me Yahweh. You know, when somebody gets close to me, I give them my, my nickname. I ask them to call me by my first name, something like that. You know, and, and, and God has called us into that inner circle where he draws the clouds around us and says, come, come talk to me. Like a man speaks with his friend, so Moses spoke to God and he came to know the Yahweh-ness of God. So what are you thinking about today? What aspect of your life would be radically altered if you understood the ever-present covenant God? The fact that God is present, God is faithful, God is constant, and God is powerful. But that God is also your God. He's a God who has a covenant with you. I think back to the Old Testament, I think ever since creation, ever since creation, or rather the fall, there was a covenant. So first, God breathes the breath of life into Adam, and he became a living being, and they communed together. There you go. That's a covenant. That's a covenant. They were friends. They walked and talked in the cool of the day. As soon as Adam fell, God slaughtered the first animal, shed its blood, took its skin, made a covering a covering for his shame. And in the shedding of that blood, there was a covenant. Say, I will protect you. I will cover you. Right through the Old Testament, there was covenant-keeping God where he sent promise after promise to his people. And finally, Jesus, he picks up the blood, the cup of the new covenant. He says, this is a new covenant in my blood. God has always wanted a one-on-one with you, a one-on-one with his people. And he's always been wanting a covenant a relationship that is in a bond. You know, people have relationships, but they have relationships without a covenant. And a covenant bonds the two to something bigger than the two themselves. But God does that single-handedly. He binds himself to you with a covenant, and he doesn't let you sign on anything because he knows you're going to fail. He knows you're not going to make it. He knows you're going to run away, you're going to wander off, and then you're going to come back again. And he doesn't want to divorce you ever. He doesn't want to put you in a position where something you did warrants a separation or a a violation of the covenant. He doesn't want you to be found at fault again. So he tore up the charge sheet. He tore up the lease deed. He tore it up. And he said, in my blood, in my blood, this is a new covenant. And God made himself available to us again through the Lord Jesus Christ. So as we ponder the personhood of God and the first name Every podcast, I'm going to take a couple of names and we're going to think through them and we're going to ponder and get closer to the God who gave himself for us on that cross. So write down a few words right now. Take a notepad and write down a few words. What do you understand about the person of God? 
what do you understand about god's intention about giving himself that particular name in today's context yahweh what are you going to do about it what are you going to think differently so as to enjoy this aspect of god this is worth our attention let me say a word of prayer for us father in heaven thank you so much for your name thank you that you're a god who can be called on and you're a god who responds thank you for the name yahweh and in it even in the spelling of it even in the spelling there is the breath of god there's the yah and there's the way there's the inhalation and there's the exhalation right in your name itself there is life and father we thank you so much that you have called us into that personal relationship there's the whole world there are 8 billion people but you've called a few those who love you those who call you by name and you've promised to never let us down never allow us to be found ashamed and every other name is going to hammer in reinforce how committed you are to us we'll talk about you being our banner going ahead of us we'll talk about you being our constant strength and, and rampart we'll talk about you being our healer we'll talk about you being our strength our fortress our shepherd in every aspect we're going to find strength and strength and from strength to strength we will increase in our faith in our resolve to know you and to be known by you thank you father for your name and thank you for the lord jesus who came about and brought about that relationship so that today we can actually know you talk to you and be found in you perfect for all that you've done for us we are grateful we worship the holy name of yahweh and we lift up the risen christ and we ask that you prepare our hearts these 40 days to say no to thoughts and feelings that don't belong in this temple to say no to activities and emotions that don't belong in this temple to search ourselves for any kind of thing that we would not allow otherwise if we wanted to honor you to search our minds and hearts for anything that might challenge the person and the rule of god in our life we want to search ourselves we can't do that on our own your spirit has to do that and we want to be found through this period cleansed washed renewed for your sake and for your glory that you would take great pleasure in dwelling with us because that's what you want in jesus name i pray amen thank you so much thank you for joining me and i'm glad you uh you're on this journey with me it's going to be good it's going to be good we're going to be looking back at some of the notes we took and uh share share what you hear share what you feel what you experience and what you've been thinking about and this is not a podcast you just listen to this is just a trigger this is just something to nudge you so that you keep thinking you stay there's a part of your mind you know a part of your mind and heart that is constantly just going over what you want to become during these 40 days what is the end product of your spirit going to be and what's the kind of relationship you want to have with god by the end of this and uh, and, and how is that going to carry you for the rest of your life all right so all the best thank you so much for joining and uh, see you next time thank you for tuning in today we'd love to hear from you You can write to us at pscjermy@gmail.com and we'll see you in the next podcast.